welcome to this special edition of Frequency Matters, the RF microwave update series. I'm Pat Hindle, and I'm here with Dr. Rafael Salmi, Global President and GM of Richardson RFPD. Welcome. Hi, uh, Patrick. Welcome. Thanks for uh, getting me here. So today we're going to discuss how RF customers' design requirements are changing due to the continued technology evolution and how RFPD is adapting to support those market trends. So what are some of the trends in the markets that RFPD addresses and how do you stay current to the ever-changing world of RF technology? So Patrick, uh, we have seen uh, really a, a big evolution on the RF technology lately. So um, both at this component level as well as the system level, we, we've seen a trend of more integration, better performance, better efficiency, smaller size, lower cost, but as you know, we've seen also demand for high frequency, especially on the millimeter wave uh, side. So the, all those trends uh, enable better performance, but also increase design complexity. So we've seen, for example, a, a tremendous improvement in analog technology through uh, integrated transceivers. And if you combine it with uh, you know, efficient RF front end, especially for GAN amplifiers, at the same time, we've seen an evolution of high-speed digital converters. With all this help reduce the complexity and the component on the RF side, but increase the, the design complexity. So best example, uh, Patrick, is the software-defined radio. I mean, we've seen a lot more application around uh, that technology. So it's really a basis for more integration and performance, but this technology is requiring RF, mixed signal, power management, algorithm, and software expertise. So that's a big challenge uh, for end users and customers when they do their RF design. So what we're trying to do, Patrick, at, at our level is really help customer find the, the best components, but also try to mitigate those complexity in, in terms of uh, design. So we did that by you know, investing more and more in uh, engineering capabilities and we broaden those capabilities, going to analog, DSP, software expertise. We also upgraded our labs uh, to support uh, SDR systems and advanced front-end solution and, and also increase our capability in terms of frequency going to the millimeter wave uh, spectrum. Yeah, you have to consider the whole block diagram, so that's a big challenge. So what about applications? Uh, what is driving growth in the commercial and defense market these days? Most of our customers are designing obviously test and measurement equipment, but also micro-base stations, small cells, repeaters, DAS and massive MIMO. And they are doing that at new frequency bands. So we've seen a lot more, obviously FR1 spectrum, sub uh, 7.1 to five gigahertz, but there is more and more demand for RF2 in the millimeter wave spectrum. That's on one side. On the other side, we've seen a lot more uh, 5G private network like CBRS in North America. And we've seen that new C-band spectrum like band N77 more and more deployed. As you know, there is over 20 countries that did their spectrum auction. And to be able to address those needs, uh, we started to add in our offering more millimeter wave uh, technologies to address those complex design. That's one side. The second market that we've seen a lot of demand, which is related to the 5G deployment, is test and measurement growth and high frequency coverage. So customers are designing high-end bench instruments, automated test equipment, or over-the-air testing, go into 60 gigahertz and above. 
And last but not least is basically the aerospace and defense application. We've seen obviously more application on the communication side, on the electronic warfare, radar, satellite, avionics, and, and that's really exciting. So the evolution that you've seen with GAN and the integration of, uh, of MIMICS are happening basically addressing those swap or size, weight, and, and uh, power options. The other element that we've seen in that market is high sampling rates, multiple channel digital converter are addressing needs for advanced uh, performance system in the, in the X-band or, or K-band. So really a, a, lot of, a lot of application, a lot of design in those markets. So what makes RFPD unique? Uh, what markets does you, your company address and what are the core technologies that you promote? So Patrick, we've been in the RF and wireless uh, space for several decades. I mean, Richardson RFPD is a well-recognized global brand in that space. We've been acquired by Arrow Electronics in 2011. We continue to invest in that brand and in that expertise. So we are by far the largest RF and microwave specialized distribution channel in the world. And we are evolving and evolved to be a more a technology company. You look at our specialization, we have three business units, obviously the RF and microwave, both RF power and small signal, industrial IoT, we were starting around cellular connectivity, but also now on private networks like uh, LoRa, and power electronics, mostly in um, electronics and renewable energy. So we have about 36 offices uh, in the Americas, Asia, and Europe. We have about 260 uh, technical customer facing people around the globe and eight labs. So the market that we really focus on are mostly industrial. So obviously infrastructure business, defense communication, satellite, broadband, radar, avionics, satellite on the aerospace and defense, instrumentation, medical, industrial IoT, and all the new uh, high power application like renewable energy or electrical vehicles. So the technologies that we focus and we offer our customers are range from, if I look at RF application, it's high-end RF front-end and high-performance mixed signal solution, but also RF connectors and, and passives. On the IoT, on industrial IoT, we focus on cellular modules, antennas, connectivity, software, as well as cloud services. And on the power side, we focus on GAN and silicon carbide. So how about customer challenges? How does RFPD enable customers in helping them to get the product into the market in the shortest amount of time possible? So you summarize it pretty well, Patrick. I mean, the biggest challenge in addition to the supply of semiconductor components, uh, that is the time to market. I mean, this complexity that I spoke about earlier require a lot of expertise in different domains. Uh, we have this longer design cycle, higher design complexity, longer evaluation process, and add to that complex supply chain. So that's what we address and try to help our customers. If you look at our experience with the customer we have around the globe, we estimate that half or even 70% of those projects don't, don't go to production because lack of those resources or because of that complexity. So our goal is really to provide best in class components, but also enablement tools that would make that evaluation process shorter and hence reduce time to, uh, to revenue. As an example, we developed in the last 24 months, multiple 
reference design and, and we built evaluation board leveraging our ecosystem of suppliers, design house and test labs to low customer reduce them time to market. So they take those reference design and evaluation board and customize them to shorten their, their time to market. So really we aim to help our customer from concept to production. So what impact has the pandemic had on your business and how do you foresee the industry continuing to evolve over the next few years? So Patrick, obviously the pandemic had a huge impact on how we work, how we interact with customers and suppliers. And we've seen an acceleration of digital transformation. That digital transformation is leading not only to more demand on the 5G or industrial IoT, but also uh, forcing customers to approach their designs differently and their interaction with their supply differently. So what we did, we invested uh, a lot in our state-of-the-art web-based tools to support customers. So to allow you know, a seamless digital interaction between our customers through chatbot, video conferencing, and align the needs of a customer. So some customers want online, other ones offline support. So that's why we, we have an uh, omni-channel approach to support customers. Our objective really is to support customers to design, simulate, and evaluate product online, then help them to build those products with our global supply chain offline. So that's the trend. And I don't believe that this transformation is, is going to stop, is going to accelerate and how customers want to be supported. Well, thank you, Dr. Salmi, for talking with me today about the evolution of technology and how RFPD is adapting to support those market trends. You can find out more about RFPD by visiting their website, richardsonrfpd.com. Thanks for watching today and join us next time on Frequency Matters. Thank you, Patrick.